Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Dental Practice Heroes Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Paul Edgerson, and it is Tuesday, February 18th. That's right, it's Tuesday, and if you are a regular listener, you're saying, I thought these episodes come out on Monday. Well, you know what? Sometimes they come out on Tuesday, like today, it's coming out on Tuesday. i just been so busy. You know, I just, it's, it's weird. Like, I, I have my clinical days, my Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday is my flex day, and my Thursdays and Fridays, I've just been traveling a lot these past few weeks. Went over to Voices of Dentistry. I was out in Scottsdale. Uh, I went on a trip with some friends. I was out in San Antonio the other week. I went to a mastermind group with a bunch of other dentists. That was awesome. But I feel like I just haven't had my free days to kind of work on my side stuff, to work on the podcast and all that stuff. And I just feel really, really behind. And I'm actually going on vacay next week. So I got a lot of stuff to take care of this week, including uh, going through business taxes and just uh, making sure everything was categorized right. So just all this fun stuff. But today, the podcast comes out on a Tuesday. So forgive me if you were looking for it yesterday. All right. I want to thank a few people. I want to thank Julia Muka, Julia Muka, and uh, William Newman. Both gave reviews on the book. Thank you so much. William Newman said, A great way of framing your focus challenges you to think of ways you can set yourself apart. Couldn't agree more. That's what my book is a, a lot about, is just changing where your focus is on your practice. I got three five-star reviews on the podcast. I got one from Roger Shea. I got one from Ryan Frost and one from Aaron Fernie. Thank you so much. I really very much appreciate those. So let's talk about our subject today. This is what I want to talk about. Somebody posted something on, I want to say it was the Business of Dentistry page, and it essentially said, what is the worst part of owning your own practice? And a lot of people replied with, it's the staff, it's the staff issues, it's the divas, it's all this stuff. And, and I agree with that, but somebody said something that kind of like just spawned my curiosity and I kind of sat there and I said, huh, you know what, that kind of, I agree with that. And somebody said the worst part of owning your own practice is having interruptions get interrupted. And see, that, that was my phone going off. I was just getting interrupted there when I'm trying to record this podcast. Isn't that amazing? So having your interruptions get interrupted. I mean, I, we all know how that feels, Right. So we're walking around at work, you know, we're at, we're at the practice and somebody comes and gets us this thing. We're trying to finish. Somebody comes and says, hey, I need the help with this. And then you're helping them with this. And all of a sudden somebody comes in the middle of that and says, hey, can you answer my question? And you don't get to finish this. It's, it, it's all this like your focus changing and it's exhausting. But I want to say one thing for me that I really related to is interruptions at home. Owning my own practice I get interrupted at home. And now I'm not just saying like I get interrupted, like my team texts me or they call me and they need my help. But it's also that I just can't leave work at work. I've struggled with this my whole life, my practice life. It's something I still struggle with, but I'm working on it. But I I just want to talk a little bit about if you are feeling like you can't leave work at work, I'm going to talk about some things that I've done. Now, let let me just kind of throw out a disclaimer. I don't get bugged very much from my team at home. Okay, so what's the problem? Say somebody texts me and says, hey, the, the piezo cord didn't come in from the equipment guy yet. Can you text him and ask him where the heck he is or get on his ass so he can come out and fix my piezo? You know, I, I can do that. I can text that person. That doesn't take a lot of time, and those things don't happen a lot. So what is my problem? All right, I want to talk about about a year ago. I bought, I thought I was going to be this real estate millionaire just like owning all these multi-unit buildings. So I went and bought a six-unit apartment building. I was super pumped. I got it for a good price. It was sub-market rents. I was able to rent the mar- to raise the rents, get it uh, 
get the market value up, and it was a good buy for me. But one thing that happened, okay? I didn't have a management company, so I was managing it myself. And every now and then, I would get a call from a tenant. And just like when my team called me, it wasn't like a big time-consuming thing, but it wasn't how much time that I spent addressing these calls. It was more that there was always that possibility of that interruption. So what really kind of kills you with it, it's not really the interruption, it's the anticipation that you might get interrupted. And it just wore me out emotionally. Eventually, I got a management company, and I can't tell you... I feel like I might pay these people too much, but what they do for me emotionally is just amazing. I don't have to deal with anything from the building. I don't have to deal from little tenant requests or renewing leases or all this BS. They just take care of it. I don't have to worry about it. Now, the building's less profitable, right? Because I'm not managing it on my own, but that's okay. So let's talk about the interruption. So how do we how do we leave work at work and be present when we're home? All right, the first way is we need to remove that expectation that our team can get a hold of us when we're at home. Okay, so how do we do that? We have a really honest conversation with our team. And we do, you do this in a team meeting. Just say, hey, you know what? And you can just explain what I just explained. It's not that you guys bother me all the time because you don't. I want to acknowledge that you guys don't bother me all the time. But when you reach out to me at home on things that could probably wait till the next day or when you could probably just take care of it on yourself, you know, it, it just wears me out because I'm anticipating that possibly I could get interrupted and I'm really trying to be present at home. So I would just appreciate if you have something and you need me, if you could just do what you think is best for the practice or wait until the next day and ask me. Okay. Another way of just, you know, removing that expectation that they can bother you is obviously just leave your phone. Don't, don't have your phone on you all the time, but I know that's very difficult for a lot of people. Okay. One thing that has really helped me is the second thing, is set work blocks and focus. Now, here's what I mean by work blocks, is you set a start and a stop time. If you're like me, I'm at home working on things for the practice, working on other things, and I could do them all day long, and I can never get caught up. There's always more to do. So what has been very helpful for me is just setting a stop time, saying, you know what, I'm going to do this, I'm going to work on this stuff till 3 o'clock, and then I'm going to be done And I'm going to be completely comfortable with how many things are still on my to-do list. That's totally cool. But I need to shut off and I need to disconnect from work and I need to leave it at work. Okay. So another thing is the focus. You know, you got to set the work blocks, but you also have to focus. And a lot of us are guilty of this. Now, I read a book called, or called, uh, oh, what's it called? Distraction, Indistractable, something something along the lines of that. But great book. And essentially it said, what is a distraction? Well, distraction is anything that keeps you from doing what you intended to do. So is Facebook a distraction? Well, not necessarily if you were planning to be on Facebook. But if you were planning to be sitting at your computer writing your clinical notes, working up ortho charts, uh, coming up with a new system for, for reappointment, or just talking to your team members, anything other than that becomes a distraction. So one thing that I've done, and I know iPhones have this, I, I have it on my phone, it's called Focus Mode. You can turn it on and essentially you can pick what apps will still work and why I you, why don't I just shut my phone off because I use my phone for a lot of, I have a lot of notes in my phone, I have a lot of to-do lists in my phone, so I want to have my phone on me, but I don't want to be distracted by emails. I don't want to be distracted by texts, things like that. So set those work blocks and focus. Make sure you are 100% engaged that nothing can distract you from doing what you're supposed to be doing. Okay, the last thing to leave work at work is get tomorrow's to-do list out of your head and onto a list. We are all guilty of thinking about all the things we have to do. We have all these things and they, they produce anxiety. 
And sometimes you forget. You say, oh, yeah, I had to do that. Oh, I was thinking about that the other day. Dang it. You need to get that out and get that onto a list. Now, whether that's a paper list or that's like something on your phone, there's a lot of apps you can use for it. The one I use on my phone is called Color Note. I have a bunch of color notes, and they're on my uh, they're on my main screen on my phone, and I have different ones. I have one for like meeting topics. I have one for my today list. I have one for my long-term list. I have one for people I have to follow up with, and I just fill those things because when you have it bouncing around in your head, it is going to wear you out. So summing those three things up, what can we do to leave work at work? The first thing is we're going to remove that expectation that the team can bother us at home. We have a conversation with them, and we can also put our phone away so that we can't be bothered at home. The second thing is we're going to set work blocks, focus time, and we're going to make sure that we focus on it. And the last thing, we're going to get tomorrow's to-do list out of our head and onto paper so that when we are at home, we can be present at home and we can shut off, we can spend time with our families, spend time with the people that matter the most to us and stop thinking about work. Okay, everybody, you have a great week. Next week, we have uh, Scott Luna and he's going to be the Dental Practice Heroes 100th episode. I'm really excited for that. I am going on vacay next week. I'm excited to do that as well. And then we will talk to you back in two weeks. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Take care.